Welcome to the new Teacher Talk podcast. We are helping you find your passion, learn your craft, and share your successes. Hey, everybody. Pablo, it's good to be here. Wes, it's good to be here. We are Pablo and Wes at pabloandwes.com. Yep, and it's episode eight, and this is a go deep episode where we're going to talk about what are we going to talk about, Pablo? Classroom management, and this is our second. Hey, settle down, kid. (laughs) Settle down. Wait, that's not what I would say. So this is our going deep episode. It's our second one in this Um, format. Yeah, and we'll see uh, how you guys like the second one, and you know, yeah, and it was based on your your feedback. So just just a quick uh, thank you to people um, who left reviews, five-star reviews on iTunes. So, um, Nicole, thank you. We appreciate you. Natasha, thank you. We appreciate you. And I think there was one more. um, It'll come to me, and I'll I'll say thank you in the middle episode. We thank you all. We thank you all. If you're listening, we thank you. And off the top, if you're listening... You're probably listening on iTunes, iTunes and or the Google Music or Play Stitcher Store. or something like and that. And if you're watching, you're watching yeah. on YouTube. So yeah. you have options. You do. So join us on either. Yeah, sometimes you just want to do the dishes and watch a couple guys talk about classroom management. Boom! So you can. <laughs> All right, let's get into this. All right, let's do it. Classroom management. Pablo, when you think back... <laughs> to your childhood. I'm wiping my brow. Your experience uh, as a student. What uh, do you remember in terms of what teachers did? I was going to say did to you. Uh, but Oh, no, used, that's pretty accurate. Used, uh, <laughs> used in terms of classroom management. Okay. I, I think there's a theme because I talk about this in different segments yeah. that we've had. Yeah. I don't remember much. From my elementary, junior high school classroom experience. I did. I did. There are, sadly, there are no books. There aren't any books that I remember. The one thing I do remember is being issued or shooed out of class. Pablo outside. So my last name wasn't Diaz. It was outside. My last name was outside. (laughs) Pablo, especially sixth grade. I can't even remember the teacher. That was my favorite grade. That's the thing. And that's what I remember. And so we got a little uh, technical difficulties here. I think I figured it out. That's what's happening. Okay. All right. I don't think anything's going to blow up. We're good. (laughs) (laughs) So anywho. um, Yeah. So the thing was that I worked. I think I worked really hard in class. But okay. I think I was a little bit of a chatterbox, oh, and talkative. I was social. Yeah, I, I wanted to talk yeah. to people, and I yeah. wanted to be funny. I was that guy. But you're still like that. Yeah, I try to be, but I, <laughs> you know, I have I have boundaries. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about boundaries a little bit later, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I do have boundaries, and I don't think as a kid sometimes I'm the guy that you're dealing with, the kid that you're mm. dealing with, and I don't remember any specific. Um, classroom management strategies yeah. that a teacher had just to get like outside. really help me. It was always get outside, come back in, you know what you did wrong. Mm-hmm. All right, get back in your seat. Right. Not much help. Right. I mean, really it wasn't. Did you did you ever have a, a moment where um, maybe you were always the same student in every class, but a, a better relationship with the teacher? Where they, they just had something different going on than the the solely punitive approach? Yeah, no, I, I think it had to do. I, yeah, I, no. <laughs> no, it just came down. It just came down to really was I interested in what was happening in the class. Oh, yeah. and, and for many kids, that's exactly that's the, that's the question. what is going on. So yeah. how about yourself, Wes? 
You know, um, I was pretty much a, um, I was a good student, but I do think that I was um, maybe, I don't know if I was impulsive, but I was definitely um, sort of creative and I would get distracted. Um, I think it was more in terms of kind of like long-term projects where I didn't have um, the discipline to to get like a report done or something like okay. that. But I had like I was always like quick in class. I could answer questions. I could get A's on tests. But I think in terms of management, like what I needed as a student was more like how to govern myself over a two week period on some sort of long project. I just remember coming up short. Sure. You know, crying like the day it was due, like, right, ah. right. or one time I made up a book report on a book that didn't exist. I just pretended here's the title. Here's there wasn't Google. The teacher couldn't look it up. Yeah. Um, so I just made it up and I might have gotten. Is uh, there something wrong, that. That? something no. wrong with that? No, no. Did you do that as well? I don't know. Okay. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe. something like that. But in terms of like classroom management, the things that I remember visibly seeing in front of me was something about um a jar in the front of the room on the teacher's desk and marbles. And it was like the teacher added a marble if we were good yeah, or yeah, yeah, took yeah. a marble out if we were bad. Um, it seemed like if we filled the jar up, there was an eventual reward. Um, but it was a long, it was a long process. It wasn't like, you know, you're going to get something today or, um, but I had a vague, I think that's fifth grade miss, uh, miss chapel. So, uh, well, good vague, for you. vague, vague you know, memories. <laughs> you have teacher names. Yeah, you've got that's teacher right. names. That's right. We'll invent you some teacher uh, well, no, names. No, I mean Coach Harris. That's my number one uh, there teacher go. name right there. That's my good. Coach. All right. Well, what about as a teacher? What was your your memory of classroom management? Either strengths or weaknesses, or so I want to put it. I want to frame it out because we do. We're talking new teacher talk, and yeah. I think anybody can benefit from this. But really early on, first you know, first year, fifth year. And moving on, because all classes are different. Yeah, There's an ebb sure. and flow to every class that you get, whether you're in primary, secondary, and, and forward. Yeah. But I think you should acknowledge that you're not going to have it all set. You know, it, it's a work in progress. Yeah. Yeah, Classroom sure. management isn't just one thing. There's yeah. a lot of tips and tricks. We're going to talk about a few hacks that we yeah, can yeah. Um, that you can utilize in the classroom. But outside of that, it's a mindset. Yeah. And then it's it's built on relationships and relationships are, are super huge. And that's going to get you the furthest that knowing that knowing that it's a work in progress and there's always something to improve upon that yeah. you don't just got that. I got classroom right. management. Right. You don't get it. You, you yeah. got to keep working on it and that you treat humans as humans. And yeah, and, I, I really I resonate with that fact that. A, a new class is it's almost a well it is a new organism it's a new yeah. set of relationships and those students you may have skills from you know year four teaching and year five could be almost like a whole different um whole different set of uh challenges so i resonate with that do you have, do you yeah, have so, an example of- no no so yeah i, I want to talk a little bit more and give specifics on what did i do and when did i recognize i recognized early on like almost halfway into my like I, I, you know, I, I did the book classroom management stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, I, uh, I put names on the board, especially yeah. for middle school, but as, I get in, in the lower I. grades, you have the clothespin or the clips or whatever that is you might be utilizing yeah. to acknowledge students that, Hey, you're not following the rules. Right? Right, right. But for me, it was more utilizing technology, 
Um, in this case, I used, and I think I may have talked about this, but mm. I used um, uh, a tablet, not the mm. tablets that we're using today yeah, yeah. in schools, but a tablet a that stone, allowed me. A stone tablet? Yeah, not quite that old, <laughs> Wes. But a tablet, nonetheless, that allowed me to connect wirelessly to my computer. Mm-hmm. So when I was providing a lesson for students, mm. that I was proximal to Ooh, students. Yeah, it yeah, allowed yeah. me to move about, yeah. like the old Southwest, move about the cabin. Yeah. I was able to move about the classroom. And that really opened my mm. eyes. I was able to get to all the troubled kids, meaning the trouble the kids that were always getting in trouble mm-hmm. that I could either stand by them I was uh, I had proximity, proximity. To, the, yeah. to them but I was also able to help students who needed actual yes. help yeah. without you know having them coming up you know so my eyes were always shifting I was always moving about the yeah. classroom so that made a hmm. huge huge difference and a huge impact on the Absolutely. way I taught yeah and 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 through my through the course of my teaching, I continued to apply that method, yeah whether it be an I had an iPad or what have you, yeah whether I was able to just be mobile with my laptop where I think we just had desktops back then it, that's it, a great it that's a great a tip yeah. it helped a lot yeah I, I mean but proximity I, just it doesn't matter what you have but yeah. proximity is huge yeah one of the first um lessons I learned was you know don't turn your back on the class sure. and when you're using that proximity whether you're helping a student in the back at the side the left the right is is rotate your back towards the wall and then you know help the student but always keep those kind of eyes and ears um, focused and sometimes students will just refrain from doing something that they might feel the liberty to do if you weren't looking. Um, so that, that is one, um, one uh, clue or a tip. Um, and actually that came from, um, so let me back up a little bit. My, my first year, probably first two years, if I'm really being honest, uh, classroom management was a, a complete struggle. So I read the book, A Positive Classroom Management by Fred Jones, and it was hugely influential. I understood it. I had that head knowledge. But when I got into my first year of teaching, um, I, I couldn't apply those lessons and those mm. strategies. Um, but over the first year, I was able to gain uh, more and more skill with uh, taking that head knowledge and, and getting it implemented in my classroom. Um, but Fred Jones is very um, attentive to those psychological and social signals like um, body language. And so that's why, you know, having your back to the wall and kind of facing the class um, because students know what your eyes are attending to. That's what you're paying attention to. Um, So I would start to use things like silence or I developed like the look or the teacher look or the Mm -hmm. stare Mm -hmm. that was in the book. Um, And those are huge because what I found that caused problems for me early on in teaching in terms of classroom management was my tongue. Like if I tried to speak in rebuttal of what a student had given me in rebuttal of something I had said, it's just this losing battle. It's this endless loop. So just controlling my own tongue and being silent and just kind of waiting and using time like those, those really eliminated a lot of the wrongs that I would do to students. Um, so that was kind of my first steps on my journey. Um, I didn't like the yeah. look. Yeah. Like I, I used Not to use fan. it too. Yeah. No, it made, it didn't make me feel good. Yeah. I think it, I thought I, it was helping me and in the, cl- you know, yeah. in the classroom, but 
I didn't like the yeah. look. I mean, I, I get you, but I didn't. I didn't like the so look. So that was probably years like two through two through four, and then I, I grew to use it less and less because sure, it, sure. it it has its own sense of aggression or, or well, it is aggressive. I mean, you you're like manning that eye contact until they back down. Right. Um, and so I, I used other uh, strategies like shaking their hand when they Love came it. into the room and things that are more positive. Um, yeah, but. Actually, holding my tongue, now that I think about it, was one of the, the first strategies that helped me not cause more problems. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so in uh, in the, the book, uh, actually, I think he has a, one, a follow-up that's a little easier to read. It's called Tools for Teaching. Um, there's kind of this tip called uh, omission training, and okay. it's kind of – it's going to tie into um, – our next segment where we hear a clip from a, um, an expert or an yeah. outside source. Um, but omission training is like that idea of like most of what you do most of the time works for most of your students. Nice. And then omission training is like that thing you have to put in place for the 1%, the 2% of yeah. students. Um, and so um, we had developed this um, – well, actually, we should maybe just yeah. Let's just get right just, into the, just play the, the clip. clip. Yeah. So here's a clip, and this is um, Pocket Full of Primary is the YouTube channel. Pocket Full of Primary. I think you can find her um, on. The, just Google it, but yeah. Pocket Full of Primary YouTube, YouTube channel, Instagram. Instagram, and her website. Yeah. So, so this is um, tip. I think our hack number four, classroom management hack number four out of ten in this YouTube video. We'll put the link in the show notes. And here we go. Let's hear what she has to say. Oh, while they are working, just be sure to reinforce that that spot that's, is there for them. To that's the smile, end of the last tip. Just saying. Hack number four, secret symbol. This hack is perfect for those students that are very impulsive and do not think about their actions before they do them. Basically, you would meet with the student one-on-one, and the two of you would decide on some kind of a secret symbol that you can use to get their attention when they are misbehaving rather than calling them out in front of the entire class. Now, it can be something super simple like pulling on your ear or scratching your eyebrow, but the students love it because it's something secret and special just between the two of you. It's a great way to build a relationship with that student while also curbing their impulsive behavior. The best part is you can use this with multiple students at the same time because you... All right. So secret symbol is a way for you to communicate with students and give them uh, cues that they may... um, it kind of helped them be more self-aware of how their behavior is coming across in the class. And that was that's kind of the idea of Fred Jones's omission training is you set up a signal or some sort of system where the student kind of almost ca- like that, yeah. counts the number of times that they're um, talking on class or talking without raising their hand or whatever the issue is that you're trying to coach them through or help them on. So, and the one yeah. thing we didn't talk about necessarily is a lot of these classroom behavior management tools. Mm-hmm. That we have are very punitive in da- in, in yeah. nature. Right, and they are dangerous. I was going to say yeah. in danger, but <laughs> I, I just think we we can't always start with the negative. Right, like you, you're always yeah. bringing it down. Like you are guilty until proven right. innocent, kind of thing. And a lot of times the the clips or the um, clothespin tactic type things, which are great put their names on them and you get to kind of see um, kind of an evaluation tool from from the start of the day or evaluate the students from the start of the day to the end. But there, you need a little bit of balance. I talk yeah. about balance a yeah, lot and sure. I will always talk about balance, but you, you should probably find them innocent before being yes. guilty kind of thing. Yes, definitely. So we highly recommend um, Pocketful of Primary's 10 Classroom Management Hacks. She I think that's to- Michelle Fair. Fair or Ferre or... 
I'm going to go with fair. fair okay. You let us know, Michelle. Okay. You let us know who's uh, right. So she talks about some other tips like mystery student or camera in the room. And Pablo, have you ever used the camera in the room? Ah, so <laughs> I haven't used a camera in the room, but when we when I was in the classroom with uh, one-to-one iPads, I used to tell a little bit of a little lie, a little lie that I could see exactly what they were uh, what they were doing their on their iPads and yeah. I could see their screens. So that's not far-fetched. That's actually available in today's day and age. Yeah. The technology wasn't quite there yeah. or we weren't paying for the um, the service at the time. Yeah. But I just told my kids that I could I can see what you're doing. I see you. So do what you're supposed to be doing. So that's the idea of camera in the room. She talks about smelly spot. You'll have to uh, watch that and decide for yourself if that's a (laughs) strategy for you. It could be. She talks about uh, the tattle monster or ways for students to tattle into like a suggestion box in the back of the room. And I know my my stepdaughter used that in her first year of teaching. It's always shocking. You say like, hey, do you want to? You know, if you have something, instead of running up and telling me and interrupting class, go put it on a slip of paper and put it in the back of the room. So it's always interesting what you find in that box at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, you might find some goodness in there. You never know. Like, right. Kids right. Not, might not use it the right way. And, and to your surprise. <laughs> Give a compliment. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. So check out the rest of our classroom uh, management hacks. And then, yeah. So for today, for the tool of the week, we were going to have the clips and the names on the board. Um, and those those are, like Pablo said, like more of a punitive type of approach. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the 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 hack or the twist on that that we would suggest is is try to incorporate a private chat yeah. with the student so that you are not embarrassing them you're not using um shame as like your number one go-to absolutely yeah no absolutely uh i had i can't even count how many conversations i had outside just right outside the front door with your students where you can keep an eye on the yeah. rest of your students yeah. as they're doing what uh whatever they're supposed to be doing but you're having those that that one-on-one conversation yeah. and i did use all that or i did do the strategy of making sure and i wasn't a, i'm not a very tall person but i was always taller than the average sixth grader so and you're <laughs> okay. taller than i yeah uh, i would always get down at their level or yeah. even below them just to make sure that i was not trying to emphasize yeah. kind of that that's a that really power, so sensitive kind Absolutely. of approach i really appreciate that i mean if you think like i'm six foot four and you know when i was teaching ninth graders i mean very rarely do you get a ninth grader who's six foot and so if i'm talking with them at their desk then I would sort of kneel and talk to them at eye level. Um, I don't know if I ever really incorporated that into, you know, a talk in the hallway, which I did too. I would ask them to stand outside, wait outside. And then I'd talk to them and I would just, I wouldn't tell the class why I had asked them to step outside. And I usually wouldn't even say it audibly. I would just go whisper to them, Hey, can I talk to you outside? And then when I got over to the door, we'd have that chat. But yeah. I, I wish I'd remembered that body language, kind of like. Yeah, well, I think it's important. Yeah, 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 for sure. Hey. Yes. I think uh, I think the camera does this right here. The chairs, like I'm not foot four. And uh, <laughs> look at look at here yeah, on yeah. camera. Yeah. We're about the same height. Yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, top three list. What what kind yeah, of things do we yeah. we think are the top three things in classroom management world that can kind of help? Just yeah. yeah. So for me, the number one thing that came to mind is you need to have a proactive approach. 
So for me, just a way to make this concrete is when you open your lesson, think of what your classroom management strategy is going to be from the get-go. Don't wait till something happens and then you have to react to it. Whatever it is. Yeah, whatever it is. So start the lesson strong, have an approach. um, And it could be that positive reinforcement and say, you know, make sure you're... um, And actually, this what you said about proximity, that was part of Fred Jones, uh, the book. I I highly recommend it. He talks about working the room and not not being, you know, tied to the front of the room. But as you work the room and you're moving around, maybe it's positive reinforcement. I like how so-and-so is ready, that kind of thing. But be proactive. Have a have a strong game at the beginning of the lesson when it opens. Be ready to... Makes a lot of yeah, sense. To, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. What about you? Know, what's a, what's another top top list for... I, yeah, a top thing would be to set boundaries, as you stated. So these would be the boundaries, whatever your classroom management style or whatever it's going to mm-hmm, be. Mm-hmm. But allow kids to roam within those boundaries Mm. it's okay to allow mistakes like set that environment to you can't be so proactive that you don't let you don't give kids an opportunity to make these mistakes no tell them all 101 things they they can't do yeah i'm gonna read what you wrote because i I, but i love what you're what you say here let students explore and experience consequences yeah that's that's huge yeah don't micromanage set up the system and let them play with it. And in it. some cases, you might see this as generalities, yeah. as generalities, but it, it it's a good generality to have. Yeah. It'll take you a lot longer than some specific, uh, specific thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So uh, our last uh, on the top three list of classroom management strategies, or approaches or tips is build that opportunity for restoration. And so our Ooh, number one yes. thing was is talk privately with students and try to ask questions and and get to understand their thinking. I love that. You're going to get to know your students a little bit more when you have these micro conversations. Yes. And then... They'll they'll thank you for it, and yeah. it, over the course of the year, hopefully you're not you're you're doing it less and less with yeah. that student in terms of taking them outside and or just having those private conversations. Yeah. Well, I think that's it for classroom management. Boom shakalaka! All right, it's time for our social media shout out. Do it, and it's undoubtedly this time for pocket full of primary pocket. Instagram, YouTube, a website. Michelle uh, fair. fair. I say fair. I'm gonna say fair. Okay, and that's fair. Going, that's fair. Let <laughs> us know, Michelle, if we are wrong. We're going to reach out to you soon. But go check her out, Pocket Full of Primary. Yes, and uh, the YouTube video that we'll link in the show notes, she talks about 10 classroom management hacks. And I really like the way she set up kind of three categories, behavior management, question management, and noise management. Um, I thought that was a very thoughtful way to approach it. Um, so you can check that out. I think that's it, Pablo. Wes, we're out. We're out. All right. We'll see you guys next Next time. time. I was going to say next week, but it's next next time. time. It's next time. See ya. Bye. Connect with us on social media at Pablo and Wes. On Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, and all the podcast places on the web like iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Overcast. And remember to get your free special gift at pabloandwes.com slash gift. Yeah. <laughs> that might not work.